Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Linda. I'm Charles. I'm Seth. I'm Chris. And for this episode, we thought, what if we were to talk about what if? <laughs> oh, I gave him the opening and he took it. I, you know, <laughs> what did you, you expect? You got to do it. Can't expect anything less. <sighs> so I think now uh, I have not watched it yet, but Seth, you have. And mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember, uh, Chris, if you've seen it yet or not. No, not yet. So I think Seth is the only one because Charles, you haven't seen it, right? No, no, I watched it. I watched oh, okay. it last night. Yeah. All right. So we'll let you guys uh, educate us yeah. on uh, what yeah. that's all about. All right. Well, uh, Marvel Comics for a long time has had a series, What If, where they, where it's just basically, uh, what if somebody else got bit by the bit by the radioactive spider and became Spider-Man? Uh, what if? Uh, Peter Parker's uh, like on the Spider-Man again. What if he like continued to mutate and just became this monster spider that had to be killed? And they would do weird team ups and uh, flip the script on a few different things. And it was just kind. Of, they were kind of one shots before uh, they had developed a multiverse. But the series still goes. Uh, and this series uh, is now starting up on Disney Plus. We got the first episode this week, and it's it's coming out right after the end of Loki. So if you know what happened there, the the grand timeline got split off, or the sacred timeline got split off, and now there's all these alternate realities. And I think that's why this is coming now but it is the series is framed from the perspective of the watcher who is an alien entity in the comics who watches and records uh the universe the earth history uh alternate he can see all the different parallel timelines yeah that's that is what the watcher does is he watches but never interferes except when he does Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Does what he wants. And so and so these are these are stories about all of the Marvel Universe characters. Right? Or any, any they have alternate right. timelines. Yeah. Uh what we've seen in the previews so far is we, uh, one of the what ifs that I'm kind of looking forward to is uh what if uh T'Challa was abducted by uh, the the Reavers in the Guardians of the Galaxy instead of Peter Quill. And so he takes on the... What if T'Challa had become Star-Lord instead of Peter Quill? And like what universe results from that? Uh, 
and the image that Linda had put up before was a Captain America as a zombie. And there is a very popular long running Marvel zombies series, which is, I am guess is what's going to happen there where all the superheroes become, er, become zombies and basically eat the earth. And then they're the, they, like so, they get Galactus to show up, the superheroes eat Galactus, and then go out into the galaxy and start consuming the galaxy. <laughs> it is it is an and, interesting show or series. In each of these like. episodes, they're all animated, right? Yep. Are they all animated <laughs> in the same style? Is it all by the same? Yeah, mm-hmm. they all look like they're animated in the same style. Okay. And we I think a... they're using the voice talents from the films. So, oh, really? Oh, really? Except well, probably not uh, for obvious reasons, uh, Chadwick Boseman, I'm guessing. Well, it wasn't hard. It, the animation doesn't make it hard. It's easy enough to watch. Even with the animation? Even is it you. kind of like the uh, Into the Spider-Verse type animation? Or is it yeah. just kind of... Un- yeah, yeah it's, a slightly, it's a slightly more photorealistic style. Like, okay. Kind of like cell shading. Uh, a lot of but it's I want to say less cartoony okay like anime yeah they made sure they made sure that uh, this gal the the new Captain America um, landed the same way Black Widow does a few times (laughs) Captain Carter yeah so yeah this first episode was what if Peggy Carter in the Captain America movie Got mm-hmm. the super soldier serum instead of Steve. Okay. And since uh, so so many of you haven't seen it, I don't really want to go into the whole what happens. But yeah, she becomes Captain Carter, and it's pretty kind of awesome. Now, with, with the what ifs, if uh, if you can help it without spoiling it, I personally don't don't mind the spoilers at least for like, this episode or whatever. But oh, okay, um, I can spoil. What, spoil. what uh, like when they when it, in the scenario where she gets it, is it is there something that happens that changes what normally would, or is there? Yeah, yeah, she makes a different decision. She doesn't leave the room. Yeah, so <laughs> the watcher just uh-huh. it, it will point out the turning point decision that splits oh, okay. the alternate reality okay. <laughs> I wasn't really sure bothered. if they just hit the ground running and, and they just say like guess who's actually Captain America or whatever and or whether they kind of point out you know this was the, the, the turning point so that's kind of mm-hmm. cool and, and that you know, I guess I see I, I don't like that part so that that's the whole thing that bothers me because I think you either you're who you are or you're Ooh. you're not Mm-hmm. But, uh, what do you mean, Charles? I'm not following you. Well, if you're if you're a person that's going to not leave the room just because you've been ordered, given orders to leave the room, then that's that's who You'd you are. Consistent. All, the, all the damn dimensions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or unless unless in the wishy-washy characters, I can't imagine are changing history that much. Yeah. If you're the person that, that acts on a flip of a coin. Yeah, you'd have to be you'd have to be a truly chaotic character in order to have different outcomes in your life from from I think that's my every time I do an analysis of this, that's that's how I and I know I'm I'm alone in thinking that, but uh, no, I don't. I I see it. That's how I see it. So when I'm when I'm watching these, 
even this one, it's not, it's not that I, I don't mind the storyline. The storyline was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I think older, I, I, I'm agree with with you, I prefer, I prefer the storyline even I, you know, yeah. I like the idea of, uh, of the, um, uh, well, the, the rebel gal just kind of fucking things up in, in a way and then becoming the superhero and the guy that would have been is just sort of depressed. But he wasn't, though. He was very... <laughs> For a while. I know, but he was a little bit... No. He still like, was scrawny, even though he had a suit. He, he was scrawny, but he was still very supportive of her. Like, he, he was never depressed. Like, that was... That's the little, good thing about, like, little. Steve was still Steve. He Give just, it time. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. But I, I agree with Charles. I think if you're... Uh, um, unless you're truly chaotic... You're going to be core to your mental configuration. Even, even for the right? small decisions, even on the small ones like this, you know. Yeah, you're going to be consistent. You're given the same set of stimuli and inputs and, and the same environment and circumstances. If you make a decision X in this particular situation, you're going to make that decision X again. Now, if it's truly something where you come into it and you have no pre like say you're coming up to an intersection and you're just out for a Sunday drive and you don't care where you're going. You're just out for the experience and you pull up to an intersection. Yeah. You might go right one time. Maybe you'll go left the next time, but given a, a moral situation and an interaction with a set of characters, you I think you're going to be true. So to you're saying where, where they, where they decided to make the, the turning point isn't, wouldn't be where the change would have happened. Right. Right. That's yeah, what I don't make sense. I don't think that this is that kind of thing because she wasn't ordered out of the room. It was the Dr. Erlskine, whoever developed this super soldier serum, asked her if she wouldn't rather rather sit out. So it was it's it could have been either or preference. Okay. Like does maybe. She, well, I, 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 I would say that the, I still the series they did with Loki, though, kind of proved that you can have all these different types of yeah. variants. Um, yeah. It would go against against that thought that there are so many different iterations of a person that you can have, even to where, you know, there's not even uh, always a male Loki. You can have a female Loki. An um, alligator Loki. An alligator Loki. So I, 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 I don't think like with, any of it. I didn't like the Spider-Man stuff either. The pink oh, Spider-Man. Oh, man, you're just killing me, Charles. This is my <laughs> favorite stuff. Well, and I don't see how, no matter what kind of personal choices you make in your life, you end up with an alligator Loki. I mean, unless you have an entire universe of alligator people. And alligator just, let, me, let me ask you. You just many. said they have to be a chaotic character, and there's no one more chaotic than Loki. <laughs> I don't know how you get it's an true. alligator Loki from a person Loki. Well, is, you is have a spell if, that goes wrong, I guess. Does what if address anything from like a multidimensional aspect, or is it just just a, a fun what if project. I, I think uh, the Thank comic you. series have always been fun what if projects, mm -hmm. but the popular ones get spun off into their own universes. Yeah, because I, I mean, so, everyone like, is jumping into the multiverse thing, so I would have expected the what if to be, let's show you what happened in other universes, um, as opposed to like, let's just do a fun side thing here um, they could have they could have stuck with that. You know, these are all the different variants of 
Captain America. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say again, I don't. Here's the thing. I think if it's a good enough story, like even this one, um, you could have had the same scenes happen, not not have it be Captain America, but just the British are working on something, and now you have this gal uh, um, surface as their superhero. I mean, it could have just been a standalone story. Yeah, you but then you, then you wouldn't have had Steve and uh, Stark as part of the story. Yes. Yeah. The, so, yeah. So yeah, and I guess that's where it gets dif- difficult, and that's where kind of the what if comes in. I mean, it sparks the debate that we're kind of having now over does it work or not, and I don't know. I, I think it works. It's just uh, I don't know. I think the approach would have been better from a, a more of a multi-dimensional kind of take or variants or something like they were doing in loki but so like from that aspect chris i yeah. think i think like marvel's been using using uh the what ifs like this way for a while so it's not i i kind of suspect that disney is going to be using like the interest in these different stories to, to gauge, gauge what they do yeah, yeah. and uh so i think that there might be some in if something becomes particularly <laughs> popular off of this, it might get spun off. I, I agree with that. I think this is a, a, an easy way to make money and hunt for their next project. And I mean, time. with a multiverse, they don't ha- like they don't have to keep doing movies, especially not on Disney Plus right. in the main universe. They could always just do a full movie off of something else, mm-hmm. either animated or action, and like they can they've. They can do that now. <clears throat> Unlimited content. <laughs> Unlimited content. <laughs> yeah, that's right, an exec well, over at Disney right now. Let me ask this. Sure. If if you were to um, be asked to come up with a storyline for a future What If episode, what is a parallel mm-hmm. universe variant that would intrigue you that you would want to see? Instead of the Hulk becoming a, a gigantic green guy, he becomes a little like Mighty Mouse kind of guy. Mighty tiny Mouse. Little, <laughs> tiny little guy. And uh, him and Ant-Man can duke it out um, in, their, in their tiny little universe. So that would be mine. I want to see a complete polar opposite of, of what we know of the Hulk today is this little <laughs> Mighty Hulk. All right. Seth? Well, I, I know you've got to have a... Oh man, there's I don't have anyone right off the top of my head. Like, is this am I coming up with a new scenario or something that I want to see? Something you want to see. Mm. Uh I I would kind of like the I would kind of like to see them do a what if from the oh, what is it? The ultimates timeline. Hmm. of the comics because those were always favorites of mine that was the it was a more gritty realistic uh or realistic uh, grittier darker version of the marvel comics universe i'd be down for that i've always said i'm down for the for the uh, grittier darker versions of things all like right DC. how about you charles <laughs> i don't know i don't agree with this at all but like <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, or I don't remember how the DC does, but I remember the TV series. Like, if you were going to do the Hulk, you know, what if he turned his wife into uh, 
the Hulk instead, right? The Hulkus? Huh. I like it. Yeah. Or She-Hulk, but there is a She-Hulk already, so. Well, no, I know the She-Hulk. I never quite understood why the She-Hulk came into existence either. I mean, for storyline. I understand why. I understand why, but I don't understand how. Um, (laughs) But... uh, (laughs) I don't know. One one of these were the scientists get yeah. I, All right. Linda, how about you? Um, I'm for anything that uh shows more strong female characters. So you'd like this one then. Yeah. yeah this... <clears throat> and also this was Chad Big Bozeman's last. Well, that's why, but that's why the wide if oh he was in that. Yeah, this is his last uh, P- uh Black Panther. Because that's oh, one of the interpretations, wow. one of the interpretations here could be. What if there were strong female characters? <laughs> what what if Marvel hadn't waited so long to make a movie with a strong female character? Yeah. I think an, an interesting uh, what if would be what if the entire Earth, um, the entire population of the Earth is all superheroes except for the superheroes we know. They're all oh, regular people. <laughs> And it takes, there's something that comes up that only the regular people can fix. The rest of the world's superheroes can't do it. Just too many strong people and they need yeah. just that finesse on the bolt that say on the machine right. that saves the world. Right. Everyone else is too strong and they break the bolt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's got to be a story there, I think, that would work. <laughs> I, I think you're right. That would actually be pretty interesting. Yeah. Just the superheroes uh, reduced to normal, and, reduced. and yeah, they're just they're just like normal normal beings. But the rest of the planet's all superheroes, and how do they how do they get along in that environment where they're less than everybody else instead of more than more everybody than, else? Yeah. Right. So it's kind of a darker story, but I guess I do have one. What if Captain Marvel decides to side with the Kree instead of humanity? What does her story look like then? Yeah. Right. I mean, she's eventually going to figure out her power anyway, but she's evil now? Yes. Oh, I see that what Netflix had a what if with uh, non-animated in 2019. Did you guys get to see that? No. Yeah, Excellent. they had a what if uh, season, and I guess they never got renewed. But what, what, did, what were some of the stories? From the Netflix one? Yeah. Uh, you're lucky I just found enough to say that Netflix had a series. <laughs> all right. It was, it yeah, 29. Mad related um, at all. Um, if I'm looking at the same thing here. And Renee Zellweger was in it. Is that, yeah, but is that, that maybe not a superhero what if? Maybe that's just a sort of a sci fi American what if. thriller streaming television series. So yeah, it doesn't else. have anything to do with the Marvel. Just happens to share the name. Right. Well, that's crazy. <laughs> Why is there two movies with the same name? It's what slash if. Yeah, technically this is what, what if slash dot, dot dot question mark. Oh, I thought maybe Rizel- Renee Zellweger was a superhero. Well, she is to me. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at what if? Is that yes. it? Yeah. Wow, oh, she got man. old. <laughs> Happens to people. It does. Dang it. Okay, never mind. Believe it or not, I used to have dark hair, Linda. <laughs> I don't remember that, Bill. 
been that long, has it? I think it's well, you've been gray ever since I met you. Maybe uh, that's how long from... has it been since the experiment that took Bill's hair color? Oh, uh, well, would have started in 1980. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was the experiment. Right. We met in 82, so that would have been... No, no, we got married in 82. We met oh, in 79. Yeah. Right. Huh. But by 82, you already had a little bit going on. Right. That happens. Yeah, we could do a what if for me. What if I'd never met Linda and then I'm sitting here doing the podcast with dark hair? <laughs> <laughs> what, what if Bill had never met Linda? I'm pretty sure you're in prison. <laughs> yes, or or the or the Earth is a giant smoking ash ember. Yeah. Wow! <clears throat> There's well, just the dominion of Bill somewhere out in the Midwest, Nebraska. A lot of dark <laughs> paths we can go down on the what ifs. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> Too funny. So but you no, recommend a, watching <clears throat> what if? the The first episode was really good, and. Yeah. If you guys can get past the animated aspect, I think you'll enjoy it, especially this first episode because Captain Carter kicks a lot of ass. So, is, are it, they... uh, is it more action based, comedy action? It, it is, it's pretty much spot on Marvel, like the, yeah. okay. the action, heavy action with the comedy beats just interspersed at kind of the right places. <laughs> So have they released all the episodes or they're just releasing them one at a time on a schedule? Okay. So the first one released last week. Okay. And the next one will, and they released it early on in the week. I think it was a Tuesday drop. Huh. Wow. Okay. But yeah, yeah. check, uh, check this one out. I think it's good. Okay. Well, uh, maybe we should touch on a little bit about what's going on in uh, nerd news stuff. I think uh, one of the biggest things out there is, um, the um, the whole lawsuit uh, with Disney and um, uh, shit, now I'm drawing a blank on her name. Scarlett, Scarlett, Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Yes, how could I forget Scarlett. that? Um, <laughs> yeah. So it it sounds like now not only uh, is the lawsuit going on, but that uh, Disney Plus, um, in retaliation, has dropped any project that they may have had in the works with Scarlett Johansson. Um, and what yep. do you guys what do you guys think about that? Um, go ahead, sir. Well, I was gonna I was just gonna say that I don't know how like many projects they had in development with her uh, being a handful. Um, they had already had a title for one, but I think ultimately um, anything that was rumored is now just completely dead. So I don't know what was active that, that wasn't public yet as far as scripts <laughs> or anything that had been finalized, but I do know. Uh, they, there was something they were working on called like the Tower of Terror. Um, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah that's I, right. I don't know what I... that was supposed to be about, but uh, um, yeah, that's Zone thing. all that stuff is is dead now. So I'm not at all surprised. It was kind of well, the last time we talked about this when this first kind of came to light. You know, I was saying they killed her off. It's going to be easy for them to kind of just walk away uh, from the whole thing, and, and and not that that was probably the right decision, given that anybody can be brought back in Marvel. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I guess I saw that coming and I don't know who's, it seems childish at this point, um, but they can't figure this out. Um, but it is Disney. And I mean, I was even talking to, uh, uh another friend the other day and totally forgot, you know, Disney's on their new, 
uh, kind of leadership these days too. So um, just the evidently, way work now. Evidently under new leadership by an asshole because, yes. you know, listen, <clears throat> if, if you're changing your business model and you hire these actors and you have an agreement to give them <clears throat> a percentage of the box office and you guarantee that the box office is going to have exclusive access to that content mm-hmm. for X number of months, and then suddenly the pandemic happens and you change your business model to accommodate for that. I think you have a responsibility to go back to those actors and renegotiate yeah. that contract yep. to give them a piece of the streaming business. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think everyone, or most people agree with you, Bill, like Scar- uh, it seems like Scarlett Johansson's got a lot of support. public support. Yeah. But on the other hand, I don't think it matters to Disney the disney yeah. executives yeah. <laughs> right what what are we gonna do not watch marvel movies yeah stop watching the mandalorian unsubscribe from disney plus maybe if people did that like if it started impacting their bottom line but i mean no one there's it, it, there's an interesting this is a kind of a side but npr had a story just a few weeks ago on the i love lucy uh franchise uh-huh and you know, and they they Lucy and Ricardo, they 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 basically invented syndication and he became really powerful, right? And for a long time they wouldn't let Cubans work in, in Hollywood because of that. Huh. But I, I I think they learned their lesson about you know, they they didn't think anything of it when he went, how about we just sell some uh, old episodes back to some stations? Yeah. Amongst other things that they did, but they they ended up making more money than what Hollywood wanted them to make, and became more powerful than what you know they wanted. Hollywood thought they should have been. Well, and uh, I'm sure I'm sure now they're wary of it. And this is this is what the yeah. Well, that brings up a question then. So obviously, this lawsuit has affected Scarlett Johansson's relationship with Disney Plus. Do you think it will affect her relationship with other major studios? Do you no. think they'll be wary of working with her because I, of? I think she'll land on her feet. I think this will just be looked at as they're going to have bad blood going forward between Disney and, and Scarlet. And yeah. I, I think that's, I, again, either something, there's something personal there that hasn't come to light yet or, or something because I, I'm still not seeing a lot. It, it, at least I, I haven't looked too hard, but I would have figured I would have seen in the headlines of support coming from her fellow cast members, you know, coming out to speak yeah. out against it, uh, regardless of what happens. Uh, and some of them even get paid a lot more than, than she does. They're not hurt for money. So where are they at to, to come out and speak out against <laughs> it? So they, I, I still suspect that, that there could be something underlying that's not public quite yet going on uh, that, that's making this a little bit more personal than we think it is. But I think she'll land on her feet. Um, Superhero flicks. She'll be yeah. the next Charlie's Theron, if you will, or something mm-hmm. doing films for whoever. So I, I don't know, but I, I think she'll be fine. Honestly. Yeah, she survived under the skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Well, you know, Seth, and something I'm thinking about here, and you said, you know, she's got the support of the public, and what are mm-hmm. we all going to do? But uh, you know, that brings to mind, what about her fellow actors um, that Disney works with? Um, would they have some way, you know, maybe the actors union or whatever saying, okay, well, none of our actors are going to work with you on future projects at this point, if you don't change this, this attitude. 
because it threatens all of us. I mean, I don't, I think that people are, I, the way I would guess is that uh, the other actors and the union are kind of viewing this pandemic thing as um, like the, the streaming rights being kind of a one-off thing because now they'll be built into contracts. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And so why fight, why, why fight for this one-off thing? Right. Against the biggest media conglomerate in existence. Right. Yeah. Right. And Disney's shown they're not afraid to drop people, um, uh, regardless of how tied they can be to a franchise. I mean, you yeah. have uh, um, you've got Johnny Depp who's tied up in a bunch of personal stuff um, yeah. with uh, things going on in his life or whatever. And uh, before you know things can be proven, real realistically, one way or another, they've they've dropped him from that franchise. Yeah. You know? Well, and that actress uh, from uh, The Mandalorian, uh, Gian, yeah. Giancarlo, or what's I, trying to think Gina of Carano? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Disney's taken an approach of, you know, look, if you do something we don't like, our image is sacred. If you tarnish that in any way, you're done. And I think Scarlett Johansson dragging the lawsuit out uh, into the light for, you know, look, we're getting screwed over here. I'm getting screwed over here as a woman or as an actor who deserves more. And I think we all agree she deserves more, um, uh, or at least her, her fair share of how the, the Black Widow film was released. Yeah. And doing that tarnishes Disney's look. Yeah. And they're just like, all right, we don't need this. You're gone. You know, you're done. Right. And again, I like like I said before, they've already killed her off in the series. It's easy for them to walk away. They don't have to rewrite yeah. anything. They're like, all right, we just won't write her back in. And yeah. I'm guessing that her co-stars in Black Widow are under kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like any of them can be, could feature in future Marvel projects. Right. But also any of them can be written out just as easy. Yeah. yeah. And then blackballed by the studio, which I, is the biggest studio. Yeah, it, it is the biggest studio. I do wonder whether Disney will put themselves in a position where people just will not go to them uh going forward where actors will just not they won't be able to pick up new talent right and and, um, and that brings up a, a well, well she's giving she's giving other studios a way of picking up new talent now too yeah and yeah. they can advertise that hey we'll give you the the rights to the streaming stuff yeah the, and, and that brings up another question seth based on your comment is why is it called blackballed and not blueballed Oh my God. <laughs> I think that you, you answered your own question. Uh, Seth, Seth yeah, has no so answer. Not Seth, no, I have no answer for you, Bill. That doesn't deserve an answer. Yeah, your, your question does not warrant a response other than my ridicule. Oh, man. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, and then, uh, Linda, you had another uh, thing in nerd news. You want to talk about the Wizard World thing? Yeah, very, some sad news for me. It was one of my uh, favorite conventions I've ever been to as a Wizard World. It was in Madison, but it was an awesome convention. Um, they uh, sold off their conventions to uh, another company. 
and they are not going to be doing them anymore. Fan Expo, I believe. Uh, yep, Fan Expo. Uh, actually, you may not have realized this, but Wizard World uh, Chicago was uh, the second largest convention in the country, second only to San Diego Comic-Con. So it's a pretty good-sized chunk of, uh, of revenue convention going to business. Yeah. Fan Expo now. Um, their last Wizard World Comic-Con will be on October 15th. Uh, also coincidentally in Chicago, uh, but they've uh, they've decided to get out of the convention business and pass it on to somebody else. So, so there's going to be future Wizard Worlds, just not by the, the original people. It'll be fan. They'll be called fan, fan expos now. Yep. But I got the impression that it wasn't all Wizard Worlds. It was just ones in certain cities. Uh, no, those are the ones that they had uh, coming up. Okay. So uh, they said uh, uh, Wizard World will continue to operate its collectibles business, oh. uh, Wizard World Vault, and is expected to have uh, booth space at future Fan Expo events. So Interesting. I mean, you just write that into the contract. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you get booth space forever. It was a fun convention. It was... Uh, you know, I wonder, was... speaking of conventions, I wonder how well... Uh, um, Kansas City Comic Con is going to do this year. What with the oh. um, Delta variant raging, I know Linda and I had tickets, and we were able to cancel those and get a refund, thankfully, because of uh, the stuff with the Delta variant. And I think Seth, you and Katie were originally planning on going, but now you're not, right? Yeah, we were, but <clears throat> Delta, uh, like the the idea of being in a building with thirty thousand nerds in an area where Delta is raging out of. I mean, control. we already can't get them to take showers, so you know. <laughs> yeah, there's already con crud at any convention you yes. go to. Yeah. Yep. And you add Delta into that. Like, I'm willing to risk con crud, not Delta so much. <clears throat> right. Like, yeah, the odds are low. I'm vaccinated, but uh, you can still be a carrier. So, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, as of five days ago, it said due to pandemic, a number of major conventions have yet to announce dates for their next events. Uh, keep a watch Which makes out. sense. They shouldn't be trying that right now. Just yeah. let it go. It says they're slowly watch coming out. back, but a lot of them are just waiting. Yep. Take the year off. Build out your your costume 2.0 and and take extra time on it and yep. you know, come back next year rocking something awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gonna be another another slow year for conventions. I'm still planning on going to Grand Con. I think that'll be a smaller affair. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm I think that they're going to be requiring masks. Yeah, you know, the only thing that gets me pause there is cuz Linda and I were planning or still considering going to that. Um the only thing that gets me pause is the fact that uh Nebraska is one of the few states that has stopped a lot of their um COVID reporting. reporting. So well, we don't even really know. don't know what's happening. Can't have can't have COVID if you're not <clears throat> reporting it. Right, yeah. right. Oh, that. Oh, that's how that works. You're yeah, not in a pandemic. That works now. If you're not telling anyone about the pandemic. Yeah. So I mean, the the lack of information to me is is more disconcerting than than bad information. Yeah. If, you, if if you guys are out there not from uh, uh, Omaha, looking at the maps, and you're looking at Nebraska like it's like it's perfect over here, it's not. yeah. It's not. Yeah, I think we were, we were talking about reason. that last night with some friends, and it's like you look at the country where the COVID outbreaks are, and you can see the red and whatever, and Nebraska's white because yep. there's just no reporting. 
So yeah. for some reason, we decided that any um, county or whatever below a certain size or whatever no longer has to report in anymore, which is like the bulk of our counties. Right. Um, and so, yeah, no, it was very dumb. And uh, there was absolutely no reason uh, to stop reporting uh, the information that we had available. And the only reason, the only way we can react <laughs> to something like this is to continue to have that data out there to see yeah. where our progress is. Well, no, there, like, there's a very specific reason, but that's okay. Yeah, no, I think it has to do with the governor. We don't have to get into the BS of it. It's just, uh, you know, um, I was very disappointed that that logic did not win out in terms of just data uh, availability. Uh, If you don't want to talk about it, that's fine, but have the data there so people know what to do with it. Well, well, to echo what Linda said, I don't think that logic and our governor share the same room very often. This is fair. Um. (laughs) <laughs> we can we won't go down that this rabbit hole but uh, yeah. uh i've heard they're yeah, starting to call him governor ostrich <laughs> <laughs> um do uh-huh. we have anything else on the uh um scarlett johansson disney thing i don't think so like the additional news i've seen yet uh and nothing else on the conventions i don't think uh i had something here uh the okay. blizzard stuff is still ongoing yeah uh, everything going on with activision blizzard right now uh recently they did end up firing a few people uh their leaders uh in the last week i i want to say and uh they're still pushing to try and get this figured out and not go to not go to trial basically they don't want to go to court they're still trying to make changes internally they're still falling on deaf ears every statement they release is just garbage uh, pretty much um, and, uh, you know, they, they fired uh, a few people that were in the, uh, seen in the photograph from a few years back from the, the, the Crosby room. Um, some of those people have been let go, but, uh, they're still saying we're going to work on this. We've already promoted new leaders or whatever, you know, obviously, obviously from within. And I think if those people had been in any way involved in any of the previous stuff, they should not be set as the new leaders in place, but they were calling for some heads. They gave them up. And I think they're still going to try and get settlement before they go to court. I think they shouldn't be allowed to go to settlement and they should, the, the, the employees there need to hang tough and, and not give into that and take it to court. Yeah. Um, I definitely really think the stuff. employees should play hardball. Yeah. They, they like, really do need to. Um, everyone that was in a senior executive leadership thing should be replaced. Uh, they, yeah. they should all step down because it, it it, out of the gate, they were already insensitive and they put out really horrible, um, insensitive uh, statements to, to kind of say, we understand and we'll do better and we'll do our best. And it's like, no, this is this has been ongoing and it's been ignored. Mm-hmm. And you've um, said this before. Everyone right. says this before. Yep. And, and yeah, in this case, as in, unlike in the Scarlett Johansson uh, situation, their employees, if they stay, if they can stay united, like they can really damage Blizzard, mm-hmm. like to the point where the stockholders force change. Yeah, because that's gonna delay the next WoW release. That's gonna delay Diablo Four and Diablo Immortal into the far flung future. Yep, like so. They're- they, they did have an earnings call recently where unfortunately it still seemed like they're running business like like usual. They're like, we got a stack list of stuff that we're going to be doing and releasing. And and I just, 
I look at it in terms of like, you guys shouldn't be doing anything other than focusing on what appears to be a really massive issue uh, within the company. Um, you, they need to address that. So yeah, the Activision CEO, Bobby Kotick needs to go. It's yeah. just from now, the top full, down. Now, full disclosure, like I, I don't want to be like hypocritical or anything. I, I, I play World of Warcraft, you know. I've been playing Blizzard games for, for years. Um, and I've been blind to what's been going on there or the stories, but it never really hit headlines before. I never, you know, was never looking for it. Um, and I still play now, but I start to consider, you know, if, if they can't clean up their act, I, I don't want anything to do with that company. And so, you know, jumping ship to, to find other games to play that, that don't have anything to do with Blizzard. And that sucks for all the developers there and all the people that, that put, their, put their time and their lives into building these games. Um, but there's honestly not a good way to fix this unless they change all their leadership or anything, but well, you know, yeah, uh, Diablo two is going to be re-released here, uh, a revamped remastered version for, uh, new consoles and, uh, the PC Diablo two is slated to come out sometime pretty soon. <laughs> and I'm sure as hell not buying it. I would I would love to see what happened with um, uh, I think it was like a Star Wars Battlefront game where uh, they uh, somebody said something about it in terms of how they were uh, it was basically impossible to get ahead in the game without dumping in a crazy amount of hours and what 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 they saw was on the store shelves you can go anywhere and they were just full nobody was buying the game everyone kind of in protest decided they weren't going to go forward with that. I don't know how realistically long it lasted, but I see that happening with the Diablo 2 release or any future Blizzard games where people aren't going to buy the copies. Their sales are going to go down uh, until they do something. So we'll see. Yeah, if the if the release for Diablo 2 isn't as big as they were expecting and it's a product of people like me just not buying it until they fix their shit yeah and maybe that'll cut like that'll start hitting them where it actually matters to these corporations mm -hmm. the profit margins yeah all right all right well um i guess that's our time for today uh hope you enjoyed the show and um check out the what if um series that's uh, airing now that's on uh, disney right disney plus yep. oh. i'll for sure be checking it out myself and uh the second season of below decks also started this week oh. so. Ooh. Right. so yeah there's another little thing i yeah. haven't watched it yet i'm i'm gonna wait until the whole season's out and, and then, then do another month of paramount plus Sounds or whatever good. it is now cool all right. Well, thank you all for watching this episode of the Galactic Driftwood podcast. We'll hope we'll see you uh, next time. We'll have some more interesting things to talk about, I'm sure. Um, have a good week. Keep your eye on the sci-fi and horror news. And uh, as always, we'll be here to kind of break it down for you. So yeah. take care. Thanks for watching. Check us out, galacticdriftwood.space. And check out our sister podcasts on Synergy Nation. Uh, well, Synergy Nation Network, uh, synnation.net. Right, Sam? Mm -hmm. Right. All right. Thanks all. I'll see you. Bye bye. Later. Later. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks 
collect your towels and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.